0: There's a misconception that we don't exist, that somehow our ability to excel at the highest level of our industry is limited, that overcoming barriers as a woman of color would be insurmountable. But what would happen if we decided to venture out on our own despite everything we're up against? I'll tell you. Welcome to the Black Girls Consult Two Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Angelina Davis, a healthcare consultant, consulting coach, high-performance fanatic, wife, and proud girl mom. I help transform female professionals into thriving solo consultants. And just like you, I'm wearing all the hats and doing all the things. So this podcast is to empower the busy female professionals to move past fear to start and grow a successful consulting business, despite the obstacles you may encounter. We'll dive deep into consulting practice, business strategy, mindset, and more. So grab your cup of coffee or tea if that's your thing, and let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Angelina Davis, and guess what? It is 2022. I don't know about you, but I'm so excited that it is the new year. That always means new beginnings, new start a fresh renewal, really, of just spirit and energy. And I love the, the vibe <laughs> that we all are on right now. I just think it's such a positive space to be in. And in this particular moment, I know that we're thinking about how we can begin to grow bigger, how we can, you know, develop our business and take it to the next level. And one of the ways that we often think about getting to that, that maximum or peak point in terms of business and scaling and growth is being able to compete with larger consulting firms being able to compete with some of the big dogs that are out there. And and that is something that when you're just starting out, seems a little bit out of reach. It may seem impossible. It may seem as if it will never happen. But I'm here to tell you that it will and it can. And this episode is going to dive a little bit deeper into what you need to know in order to make all of those things come true. So here's the thing. When you're in the process of either starting or building your consulting business, we think about how we can enter the field. And we begin to think about the big players in our industry. For instance, if you're a soda and you're trying to jump into the the soda market, then you're going to try and compete with Coca-Cola, right? That is who is a major player in the game. And if you're building new computers, then you're going to think about how you can take on Apple's Mac. That's going to be the first thing that pops into your mind. We're thinking big. And that, is a good thing. We want to think big. We don't want to think small. But if you're entering the industry and you're trying to compete and play a game on the same field as many of these large industry leaders, and for us, it's going to be some of the major players in the consulting world good luck with that. (laughs) Because that is extremely difficult. It's similar to competing really in any sport where there is a, a home court advantage. I mean, everything is set up perfectly for your opponent. They are intimately familiar with the environment. They know the court, they know the sound in the gym. They have tons of support around them, right? They have people cheering for them if they're winning or if they're losing. If they mess up, it doesn't matter. They have the cheers just roaring from the crowd. They can control the flow of the game. They can even control who has access and who can even get in, who can play. And so things are not stacked in your favor if you are not playing on home court. If you are the person that's playing in somebody else's arena then you don't have home court advantage and everybody wants home court advantage. So if you don't have the upper hand as the new expert in the game, you have to think about how you're going to do things differently because that is going to be key. And I'm telling you right now, if you're a woman of color that is in this consulting industry, you are going to have to do things differently. Point blank in the story because the field is not leveled. It's not leveled and you do not have home court advantage. You have to create a different path. And that's what I want us to focus on. Now, you know, I'm not going to sit here and just tell you about all the limitations that lie ahead without giving you a plan of action and how you can actually make this work. So let's kind of shift gears a little bit because I want you to start thinking about this whole process of competing with larger firms in a different way. I, I think that... What I really go back to is a conversation that is highlighted um, by Al Reese and Jack Trout in their book "Positioning: uh, The Battle for Your Mind." And this conversation involves the importance of effectively positioning your business, and they they talk about and describe positioning as a comparison. And I I think that's such a wonderful way of thinking about it uh, because it really is a comparison between you and your competition. It is the, the perception that many prospects have of you compared to your competitor that matters. And this matters because there's just so much noise in the market. It is very difficult for prospects to even think about how they're going to evaluate and compare and contrast two separate entities. They need help doing that. They need to figure out How can I think about these two businesses or these two organizations in a way that I am going to make the best choice with regards to who I am going to use as my service provider, as my consultant, as my advisor. And because they can't just hold all this knowledge in their head because they're just being bombarded with information left and right all day long, every time they log onto their phone or they log onto their computer or turn on the TV then we have to also begin to think about how we're communicating and communicate in more relative terms. And that's how I want us to start thinking about this whole process because it is this relative nature in how we are able to compare and contrast what we're able to offer with our competition that is going to cue us into how we can actually win this business. And so the question that we actually have to answer is not, really how to compete with larger consulting firms, but what is actually gonna make us a, a smaller firm, a solo consultant, more memorable in the mind of your prospect than those larger organizations, right? So that's where we have to shift this conversation. Okay, so one of the first things that you need to do, and you have heard this, I'm sure, time and time again, and that is to specialize and niche down. This is something that is key. And I know I get so much pushback on this because as an industry expert, you have the ability to help a lot of people. I know that. I know that you can help people in a number of different ways. You are talented and you know your stuff. I get it. I know that you can help. But here's the thing. There's a lot that you can do. But the one thing that you cannot do is compete out the gate with the largest firms in your industry by doing so much and not trying to narrow the field. That is taking the long, hard road. You don't have to do that. They have massive teams. They have massive teams, massive money, and massive expert niche talent. So although you may see them as a large organization that's offering a lot of these different services, Within that pool of talent, they have individuals that are niched and focused in different areas and they have resources that you simply do not have yet. I'm not saying that those things are not going to come, but right now, starting out the first few years of business, that is just not the route to go. Like I said, unless you want to make the journey longer and make the journey harder, it's going to be super important for you to begin to specialize in a niche down. And so here's why niching matters. When you're able to find an area where you are confident and knowledgeable in, because remember in consulting, you want to start there. Then within that circle, you focus on a specialized part of your zone. I always say zone of expertise. Then you immediately reduce your competition. Immediately, off the bat. And not only do you reduce your competition, but you also elevate your status as an expert. Because now what you've done is you've totally changed the dynamic. You changed your your environment. You changed the system. Because now you are the big fish in a small pond. And that's actually where you can thrive. Because now you have the resources that you need in order to navigate into to do better. And In this environment, you don't have to spend a massive marketing budget. You don't have to have so many financial resources. You also, in that environment, have greater access to the audience that you want to serve. And so when you're marketing, this is going to help you actually improve and enhance your messaging, which is going to allow you to connect better and is going to help you grow faster and go farther. So niching down is key, especially early on, because... You have to think about how you can set the stage for yourself, for your business, so that you can shine. You need to shine right now. And in order for you to shine, you have to begin to eliminate some of that competition, some of those things that are blocking the spotlight. And one way of doing that is for you to think strongly and about how you can specialize, how you can niche down. And I always tell people, once you do that, niche down a little bit further. Are you a female solo consultant or expert in your field who desires to build and grow a highly profitable consulting practice? Or are you finding it difficult to build your business and expand your presence in your industry to generate the revenue you desire? so my signature program expand to excel was created with you in mind it's a 12-week one-on-one curriculum-based coaching program developed to help you create and implement a personal strategy to build and grow a highly successful and profitable business as a solo consultant no matter the industry so visit www.excelaconsulting.com to learn more and to schedule your next step call so the next thing I want you to consider is what can you offer as a solo consultant or a small firm that larger firms cannot? Now, don't think too long and hard on this one. Many people take their strengths for granted. And we really do. And assume that something as simple as being easily accessible to your clients to provide intimate advice regarding their needs and their endeavors is just commonplace. So that's, that's just easy that everybody can do that. And that is not true. It's not come in place. It's not something that everybody can do. And so sure, I can work with a large financial consultancy who oversees millions of multi-million dollar accounts, and I can feel like I have the very best talent working for me and in my best interest. However, if it takes weeks to schedule a call, or if I'm limited to only minutes on the phone when we're reviewing my financial status and forecasting my year, then I'm going to be feeling as if I'm not gaining as much from the relationship. Now that's versus having an advisor I can call and I can meet with this week who is going to know my story, my, my business in depth and who has helped me in the past navigate difficult points that I have faced before. That individual is going to be willing to create a more realistic and achievable plan for my future. So which one is I, what am I going to choose? Am I going to choose the the larger financial consultancy that everybody is clamoring for? Or am I going to choose the one that is dedicated to meeting my needs? You know, I can tell you for me, it's going to be the latter. And for most of you, that's probably the same. Because we all want to feel valued. We want to feel special. And so one of the strengths that you have as being a smaller firm or a solo consultant is the fact that you can actually tune in to your client's needs. You can do that better. You can be more flexible in the way that you structure your services and that you're providing those services to others. Larger firms often can't do that. They often don't have the ability to easily adapt in that nature. And so unless you're someone who is at the top of their portfolio in terms of clients, then they're likely not going to make those concessions for you. But if you're able to do that for your clients, who's going to stand out? You're going to stand out and that becomes a huge strength. And so what we have to do is rather focus on those things that larger firms cannot easily provide, those things that they can't easily do. And when you begin to study their business, begin to study their business model, you'll find these holes, you'll find these gaps. And that's actually where you want to begin to place yourself. You want to lean into that and you want to offer those things that they cannot easily provide. Don't always focus on just trying to have a better service because oftentimes I will tell you many consultants out there, smaller consultants, smaller firms, have have a better service, have a better option in terms of providing the expertise and advice that many clients need. But that's hard for the the prospect or the client to understand when they're actually going through this decision-making process. We talked a little bit about that just a moment ago with regards to just the noise in the marketplace and how they have to think about and compartmentalize that information, So when you know that's present, you have to begin to think about how you can actually show up differently. You got to look different. You can't try and be the same and just expect this 10% better (laughs) to be what, what kind of gets you over the hump. That is, once again, a harder way to try and build your business. Instead, focus on what they are not doing. Lean into those things that you can identify that they can't provide. Now, the the last thing is that we want to make sure that we are being creative and don't be afraid to get scrappy, okay? So this is being recorded right now in early 2022. And if you are listening to this currently, then we have been in a global pandemic for almost two years now. It has been a long time. And one of the things that we have seen during this period of time is there has been a shift into the online space. And when you look at that, at first glance, you would think that larger firms, larger businesses had an advantage because they had the money and the resources to pour into being able to buy the technology so that they could efficiently and effectively work online. And they did do that. But this was also a period of time where smaller businesses, solo consultants, and other smaller firms excelled. They grew during this time. And they grew because... They were able to do things, once again, that the larger firms couldn't do. They were able to get creative. They were able to get scrappy. And because they can get more creative and be more creative and make those different touch points through social media or email marketing and other creative ways that they could think about to gain business. Then they can do all that without the red tape and the the ten million approvals and the the, the conversations with legal, all the other things that you have to go through if you are working in a larger organization. So you have to use that to your advantage. Don't be afraid to to do things a little bit differently and shake things up. You know, um a core. Part of my coaching philosophy really surrounds this whole concept of creating opportunities for connection. And one of the reasons why I focus a lot on that is because you have to think about ways that you can stand out and get around those, I would say, benefits or advantages that larger organizations may have. And this is very true if you are a person of color that's working in the industry, because oftentimes we don't have access to the same resources. And so we can always sit back and just think, oh, I don't have access. I can't compete. I don't know how I'm going to grow. Or we can decide that we're going to do things a little bit differently, get creative, get scrappy and begin to create our own opportunities. And so that is very, very similar in in terms of how you want to think about your competition with a larger firm. You want to... Really spend more time in conversation with others in your industry, conversation with your audience, give value, share your knowledge, do all of those things and stop playing by the same rules that these larger organizations are playing by. They can't do that. They can't be flexible like that. They have rules in place. They have expectations in place. You have freedom, you have flexibility. (laughs) That's a good thing. Those are things that you can actually use to your advantage. This is actually where authenticity and simplicity begin to make the difference because you can show up differently. You can get creative, you can get scrappy, you can create your own opportunities. And so you have to do that. You have to shift your mindset from playing this game. And I don't want to say it just as a game because this is real life, but you have to switch your mindset from playing this game by traditional rules. And think about how you can elevate your game and do things a little bit differently, because that's where we're going to find success. So, you know, I hope this conversation has given you a little bit to think about, because the one thing that I wanted to stress is that there are no hard and fast rules. If you are trying to get out there and you're trying to compete and build your business, and you are wanting to stand out against those major players in your industry, then there are three things that I want you to do. I want you to niche down. Like I said, I want you to niche down, niche down again. Make sure that you are very specialized so that you can narrow that competition, narrow that field. The second is I want you to find that hole. Think about what you can offer that these larger firms cannot. I want you to find that hole, find that gap and lean into it. Really lean fully into it and embrace that because that's going to be a strength. And then last but not least, do not be afraid to be creative and get scrappy. Do things differently. Connect differently. Reach out differently. We have to play with a different mindset. If we're going to be successful in this new year, in 2022, you have a lot that is open and available to you. Now you just have to get it. You have to get out there and you have to grab it you have to take hold of it and you have to grow Uh, and thrive the way that you deserve to grow and thrive, because I know that you have the, the capability. So if you are thinking about how you can compete and do what larger businesses are doing, don't. Instead, I want you to do the opposite. Okay, guys, well, this wraps up our episode for today. I hope you enjoyed it. Definitely, you know, I found out that Spotify now allows you to rate podcast episodes. So I would appreciate it so much if you will give this podcast a wonderful rating if you are enjoying the episodes and definitely if you're on Apple Podcasts, make sure that you drop your review there too. I enjoy just being part of this journey with you and I will be back again next week with more information and content to help you along. Okay, guys, have a wonderful week. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Black Girls Consult 2 podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to leave your review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe and share it with a friend. We're on a mission to increase the success and longevity of women in consulting, and you can help us do that. Also, I'd love to hear from you. So let's connect at Dr. Angelina Davis on Instagram or LinkedIn. And don't forget to visit Excel at consulting.com for more information to support your consulting journey. Until next time, take care.